Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy, and it's April. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty cake. Except no substitute. Hey everybody and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Joining me as always is Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital, Katie Atkinson. Hi Katie. Hey Keith. How are you? Doing great because coming up today we have Must Hear Music with Billboard's other Deputy Editor Digital, Joe Lynch. The other Deputy Editor Digital. <laughs> as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got must-hear music. Joe and the team will be chatting about new music from Lana Del Rey, Muramasa, and some new boy bands. So stay tuned. But first, before we get started talking about boy bands, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or at KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Katie, are you ready for some boy band talk? Always, Keith. Always. <laughs> As a devoted fan of NSYNC, uh, I, I trust Katie on all things boy bands. Uh, didn't Doesn't your love of boy bands go even earlier than NSYNC, or was that your first boy band love? NSYNC was kind of the first love, because I, I was a, a high schooler when the boy when the NSYNC Backstreet Boys thing Oh, so you were actually a little happened. bit too old anyway. Yeah, and new kids never interest me. I think I, that was too young for that. So yeah. it was like right in between. You were a toddler when new kids came out. Ah. Well, so today on Mystery Music, uh, the guys will be talking about some new boy bands, uh, pretty much, and why don't we? Those are the names of the groups. Um, is it time for a return of the boy band, Katie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Always. But it's not really exactly a return when you think One Direction just went on hiatus. Like we and just had them. We're still getting solo music from all those guys. Like, right. But I think but, we are ripe for a new wave of boy bands. And the difference, I think, with these boy bands, I believe they dance. Right? Uh, I know pretty much does. They, they pretty much dance. They pretty much dance. They pretty much dance. <laughs> well. So let's hear about those new boy bands and more on this week's Must Hear Music. Thank you. 
Hello, and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. Uh, how are you guys? Summer is... Pretty is, good. Is, I'm good. It's my get, birthday week. That, oh, yeah, it is Let's your birthday go. week. Happy birthday, Jason. Yeah, thanks. To Got a all big the listeners birthday karaoke as well. <laughs> coming up. Yeah, it's true. Maybe we'll maybe I'll sing some of the songs that we talk about. I can guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. You can guarantee it? Wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. They're all pretty new songs, so I'm for sure. Quick. <clears throat> yeah. So the first one we're going well, anyway, so here's what we got on uh this was today's episode. Uh Lana Del Rey, we're going to talk about uh, one of her new songs. We're going to talk about a Muramasa song. Yep. Uh we're gonna have a little battle of the boy bands, the Ooh, new boy band, the new, ones. the next generation. Uh, it's pretty much, or pretty much. I'm not sure how you're supposed to say it. Uh, and then, <laughs> well, I feel like it's the like same. an attitude-y <laughs> name, you know, like pretty much, right? So you want you want people to sound exasperated when you say their name? I don't pretty know. Pretty much. Pretty the much. The facial expression. Is yeah, really it's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. The it's listeners radio, won't even know. Yeah. Um, anyways, and the other boy band is called Why Don't We? Of course. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, and then we have a new Arcade Fire and a Julia Michaels. Yeah. But uh, let's start with a song that we'll definitely be singing at karaoke at your birthday. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Oh, I knew it. Boy. Get Free. The last song in the Lust for Life album. Yeah. Uh, so. Whose pick was this? Was this? This was, was my pick. Okay. Um, Alexa is no longer with us. R.I.P. Uh, she's she, alive and well. Yeah, she's, she's fine. She's alive. <laughs> Can confirm. She but... went to Complex. Yeah. Whatever. R.I.P. Um, she was a big Lana fan. Let's not even explain who Alexa is to the <laughs> listeners. Alexa was, sorry, yeah. Alexa was on this podcast a long time ago. Oh, was she? I didn't she know was, that. She oh, was repping cool. Lana. Yeah. Uh, she works here. She, was our, she worked in social media billboard. She loves Lana Del Rey. Um, I thought of just ripping into Lana to spite her for leaving. Oh, but the wow. truth is I Let's adore Lana Del Rey. Yeah, and I love this new album. Um, Lana's definitely one of those artists where with every new album I'm ready to be like, Okay, I'm done with her because it's like I know what you there's mean. so much artifice with her, and I know yeah. she's in on the artifice, so I don't hold it against her remotely. Yeah, but it's still like it's like how long can you do this? But every new album is you just so good. Into it. Yeah. Anyway, so the one I specifically picked um, is the last song. It's called "Get Free." Um, she has this line that's "This is my commitment, my modern manifesto. I'm doing it for all of us who never got the chance." Um, it's kind of her at like her most earnest, but it's also like. What what is her manifesto? I don't know. Like what what is she doing? Who can say? She like, also has the line. It's very vague. She says, "Sometimes I want to get off, but I keep riding the ride." And I feel like that's what her listeners feel like. <laughs> like that's yeah. like what we just kind of said. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think <clears throat> I think this is one of her best songs. Um, I love like sometimes her vocals can be breathier than more than sweet. Um, they sound very honeyed here. There's like a nice overlaid thing. Um, the end part <clears throat> where it starts talking or singing about out of the blue and into the black in the background, um, it ends up, the song kind of morphs into this very like soulful sixties girl group thing, uh, production wise that I love and, you know, right down to kind of like that drum beat in the background, which is like very slow, um, and separated and not very insistent, but it just kind of keeps plodding. Um, it, it just reminds me of kind of like a Phil Spector, like pet soundsy mm-hmm. sort of production. Um, and it's, I think it's just beautiful. And I, I think it's just, you know, like she has her, her level of artifice, but I a hundred percent buy into it. I like yeah. it. I like what she's doing. 
and it just it's uh i know it's it's cool it just it's cool <laughs> it's because cool, it's like le- kind of not cool i don't know wow it's, it's cool because it's fake guys i don't know <laughs> Lindsay, now you live with Alexa. I so do. So you hear a lot of crying. Lana Del Rey and crying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Putting Alexa on blast. Um, what do you, so yeah. what do you think? Do you like Lana Del Rey more now that you live with a huge fan or less? This album plays a lot in our apartment and I'm a fan of it, so I really don't mind. But I was surprised you picked this song. It was not one that I would choose. Mm-hmm. I think it's also because every time I listen to it, I don't usually make it to the end of this album. Ouch. I know. I don't know what happens. I just get distracted or I Mm -hmm. fall asleep. Not saying that I don't love it. It's just like... It's a narcoleptic album. Yeah, Yeah. it does that to me. Um, But yeah, my favorite tracks, In My Feelings, God Bless America, Beautiful People, Beautiful Problems, or Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Yeah, those are the three that I keep going back to. Yeah, the only one I don't really like, I have to say, is the Sean Lennon one. It's just a little jarring when his yeah. voice comes in. Yeah. It's a little, like, it kind of, I want to, like, I laughed at the first time I heard it. Huh. It All just right. doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound of her world. The pairing isn't, it's not perfect mm-hmm. Yeah, for me. Um, So you guys know I'm a big pop guy, mm-hmm. as you yes. guys probably gathered. Yeah, I mean, Lana Del Rey is, is has always been an artist that has just kind of left me cold in that... It's not even that I really care about the whole artifice thing or, or how authentic she is, because I I love a lot of artists who are blatantly inauthentic. But at the same time, it's just like her whole aesthetic just doesn't appeal to me personally. Um, I think she has become stronger as a songwriter. I, I really liked... Um, I thought that her second album, Ultraviolet, Ultraviolence, with Lindsay's boy Dan Auerbach at mm-hmm. the helm... Um, <laughs> definitely gave her a depth that the one after, which whose name I'm completely blanking on now, the third honeymoon. album, <clears throat> honeymoon. Excuse me, honeymoon. Oh, I how could I forget? It came out while I was on my honeymoon. I can't believe I That's forgot so it. So funny. Yeah. So <laughs> I know I can't, I was I was singing the honeymoon song to my wife, and she's like, "What are you doing? Why are you singing this to me? Are you singing like, this song without a melody yeah, to me?" Basically. <laughs> um. I like this one more than Honeymoon. Um, yeah, me too. I still have trouble connecting with her as a performer. I kind of, I, I like her writing more than I like what she does in, in terms of her delivery and in, in just in terms of her whole, like, elegant presentation. I just don't mm-hmm. really connect with it. Um, I think that there are some really, like, I really like Cherry on this album, yeah, um, that one's awesome. The Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks one's great. It's, mm-hmm. But it's it's still like, I kind of feel like you, Lindsay. Like, I can't really listen to this whole thing without getting distracted. And, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's more me than anything. I just don't really jibe with, with what her whole, you know, her whole, like I said, presentation is. And it really is like a presentation with Lana. Mm-hmm. What's been really interesting is, like, she has become so critically acclaimed uh, since her beginning, like, Born to Die, like well, I, I actually kind of liked Born to Die. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, it wasn't a favorite, but like I thought that some of the songs in there were really powerful. But yeah, she just like was mocked a lot, I guess. And yeah, um, early on, for and sure. now she's just become kind of revered, more persistence than anything. But also her her songwriting has has sharpened. So I don't know. I mean, it just is. Ne- Lana's never been one of my personal favorites, but. I wonder if she's going to unfollow you now. I know. She did follow me. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Yeah. So 
Lindsay and I um, that's that's awesome. We're at the Arcade <laughs> Fire show um, last week in Brooklyn, and I noticed that Lana followed me. I was like, oh, cool. And then I also realized that she followed Chris Payne of Billboard and Alexa, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was way more excited that she followed Alexa than she followed me because I know how much. Like yeah. so, like so, Lindsay, can you break down on the podcast what Alexa's react because you saw yeah. her? I guess later I mean, that night. I promised her I would never reveal exactly <laughs> what went down when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, I came home and she was just sitting in a corner crying hysterically, wearing a flower crown. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what to do with herself. Wearing a flower crown. Wow. She yeah. was like, "I'm at Coachella right now." <laughs> No, but really, Woodstock. There yeah. was a white Mustang. In yeah, your living somehow room. it fit somehow. in our apartment. <laughs> so weird. I don't know. ASAP Rocky was just there. Well, that's always so. Always, that wasn't yeah. too weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's clip this along. Yeah. Uh, so Lana Del Rey, yep. get free. Uh, let's listen to it. All right, that was New Lana Del Rey. Uh, next up, let's do, and this is a Lindsay pick, but it is also um, mm-hmm. a Twitter podcast fan request. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, we were doubling up. Uh, Jake Zielsdorf, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, requested we do Muramasa, and Lindsay is in love with Muramasa. So this sure. is just a perfect. Pa- All right, Lindsay enjoys. <laughs> Let me That's more that. Yeah. Muramasa. Um, so the song you picked is uh, Love Sick featuring ASAP Rocky. Oddly enough, but like I said, we hang out all the time. Right. So yeah, um, a little, this is a nice segue from Lana, because yeah. like ASAP Rocky was on her album twice. Yep. He's on this song. Yeah, so I was going back and forth between picking this one and Messy Love. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as a whole, I really do like this album, which surprised me because it's not really up my alley in terms of like electronic dance music, but yeah. he does so much more than that. And all the artists he got are really great. And I just saw him at Panorama, which is sort of what like put me over the edge mm-hmm. for him. Oh, cool. Because it was wild. He was playing guitar, drumming, on the synth pad, singing. It was like wow. a full performance from him, which was really nice. And he had a great vocalist with him the whole time, too. That's um, cool. But yeah, I think the album's really strong. I like this track in particular. It's very like trop poppy almost, which fits in with a lot of the hits right now. Um <laughs> And I guess I was reading it came out originally 2015 as a single, but then he redid it for the album with ASAP. Yeah, yeah. Which I did not know. Yeah, no, he was he was actually in our office a couple months ago. Very what? nice guy, Muramasa. Yeah, I mean, this is basically like sort of like if you like Disclosure, check out <laughs> Muramasa. Yeah. I yeah, I, I really like this album. Um, I I'm excited to dig into it, uh, but you know Charlie XCX, it's very like. Jason friendly with all the guests in terms of like yeah. Charlie XCX and Christine and the Queens and yep. it's just awesome. So designer, uh, your favorite. Design, yeah, you I showed don't know. up at Panorama. <laughs> uh, really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I I like this one too. I it's I don't think this one is quite as strong, but um. What would you pick? 
I really just like One Night. That's yeah. still, one that's still my favorite. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like this one as well. What do you think, Joe? I, I like it. I think it's great. I, I think it's a good example of what he's... I've, I've listened to the mm-hmm. full album, I think, twice now. And it's just the production is so detailed. It's yeah. like, and there's just so like I guess what you're saying. I was in a panorama, um, but like with the instruments, there's just a lot going on, and it switches up. Like it starts out um, with a cool like cowbell intro, and then moves into this great piano riff. But it's like not just a piano riff. It, this piano kind of sounds like like a more old timey thing where it's like a piano's in the corner of a room, and you're recording from the other side uh-huh. of the room versus like directly. Um, you know, into the, uh, whatever, I can't think of the word (laughs) for it. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, and then it moves on to this great steel drum riff. Um, there's modulated vocals, but there's not just one set of modulated vocals. It switched up to something entirely different. Um, so there's just a lot of detail. It's like, you know, he has the melodies and he's not content to just like leave them to one instrument and let that repeat over and over. Um, but like mixes it up between different instruments and different like styles of recording. Um, yeah, and I think, like, that's why each song sounds pretty different. Usually when I – I would never listen to a full, like, dance album because mm-hmm. it's mind-numbing to a point. But Ouch. this Yeah, sorry. Damn. I mean, it, it can become Hot a lot. Here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but this one, every song does sound different, which I really like. Yeah. All right, well, let's listen to it. Uh, Muramasa featuring Asep Rocky. song is Lovesick. Margaritas? Yeah, she got a man home. Yeah, yeah, you want to lay the hands on me. Yeah, but he should see the way she dance on me. Yeah, wishing I ain't had no pants on me. All right, that was uh, Muramasa. Next up, let's do the Battle of the Boy Bands. So, years ago, if you can rewind, if you can remember (laughs) back to the year 2012. Mm, Wasn't born yet. uh, Yeah, you weren't (laughs) born yet. John Cusack was in a disaster movie. That's really all I remember about 2012. I mean, that movie definitely didn't come out in 2012. No, I don't think it did. Um, there was, uh, that's all you can remember about 2012. <laughs> that's literally a bummer. Rough year. Yeah. Poor Mitt Romney, man. Um, who? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Uh, so One Direction and The Wanted like came out yeah. where like pegged as like the battle of the boy bands. Who's going to be the next big one. They both yeah. had singles with some heat and some buzz. Yep. They had fans. They both lit up social media. Fast forward that's five true. years. We know what happened. <laughs> the Wanted are the biggest boy band on the planet. Yep. It's selling true. out arena tours. Um, no one ever heard from One Direction again. Yeah. Yeah. That's Anyways. Um, JK. So now we have two new boy bands. Um, and I'll be, before we like get into kind of like comparing them, I'll be very curious, just in an overall sort of sense, if this will end up a wanted One Direction thing or more of an NSYNC backstreet where we'll find out like, yeah. is the world big enough for two boy bands again? Because, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, we had room in our hearts for both. Yeah. I don't know why 2012 was just such a well, one or the other sort of time. Well, I think the one if we want to get down a wanted rabbit hole for a second, <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm going to put the, the timer on 30 seconds and let you do yeah. this. Uh, I actually wrote a very long piece about why the wanted didn't work out in the U.S. Part of the reason is that they just released their album too late. They didn't put out an album until like a year and a half after uh, Glad You Came blew up. And they didn't really understand their sound in the same way One Direction 
got kind of like the pop rock and then eventually going to like the classic rock arena rock sound Mm -hmm. they like they had like the kind of tropical like uh, chasing the sun glad you came and then they did like a mumfordy song and then they did a song called walks right like walks like rihanna um what? and then kind of like a disco song i found you i could go on and on about the watch yeah. but my 30 <clears throat> seconds are up <laughs> i learned a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> i did too actually i didn't know about those last two um you don't so remember anyways. walks like rihanna i don't remember that wow i yeah, remember that was the like name alone last... i couldn't tell you anything else about it oh, okay all right so uh Two new boy bands. Uh, one is called Why Don't We, and their song is something different. And the other is Pretty Much, and it's Would You Mind. Ooh. And I forget. Wait, I think I picked. I don't actually. Jason and I both picked one. I don't I remember. Pretty Much. Okay, and I picked Why Don't We. Um, <laughs> having said, I actually like both. Um, I do too. And that's all I have to say about it, so let's move on. Uh, no, uh, okay, so Why Don't We. Well, is the the um or no? Pretty much is the one that's from Simon Cowell. Yes. So Simon Cowell obviously did One Direction. He put them together for X Factor. Yep. Pretty big shoes to fill, but you know he has a fairly good eye for talent. He also put uh, well, I guess he didn't put Fifth Harmony together, but it was part of yeah, that, he, basically. Yeah. Wasn't that L.A. Reid's group though? No, it was Simon. On X Factor. I mean, Simon did a, a good amount with him. Anyways, um, I, think they, I think he still does, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, so the for those who are completely unfamiliar with Pretty Much and Why Don't We, and admittedly, I don't think either of us are experts Well, I mean, they, they're either. very new bands. I mean, Pretty Much has been together <laughs> so for... A, pretty Much Scholars. They've been... Actually, I did meet them. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I, so I'm going to take over them. Pretty yeah, Much have been together ahead. for a couple years. Doctor Pretty Much. Uh, they are all teens. They're very young. Yeah. They're from different parts of the country. Uh, they've been kind of working together in their group chemistry and music for a couple of years, but they're like just coming out with their first official music within the last, I think, like couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and you know, Simon Cowell put them together, so that says a lot. Um, I've seen them perform a cappella live. It was incredibly mm. impressive. It was one of those things where you're like, you're just like, I don't know. Sometimes you forget, like you listen to music a lot, and there's so much production. And it's just astonishing to, like, listen to people sing in real life mm-hmm. and, like, without music and it just to be, like, flawless and the harmonies to weave in and out. So yeah. it was very impressive. Um, but, yeah, so their their song is Would You Mind. It, all I'm going to say is that the beat gives me very much uh, Belle Biv DeVoe Poison yeah. vibes. Um, yeah, with that which drum. Which I'm not against. Yeah, it's fine with me. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing about both of these songs, really, and what's really striking is that they both... Neither of them sound like the way I put it, uh, you know, when we started talking about these groups a week or two ago, in the same way that One Direction was sounded nothing like the 2000s boy bands of like Backstreet Boys and and uh, Sync in terms of they, like those were much more like R&B leaning, R&B pop leaning groups. Mm-hmm. Um, One Direction was kind of a course correction of um, of more of a rock base. This seems to be going back to yeah. the too. late 90s, totally. 2000 kind of sound of like very earwormy pop R&B and they, mm-hmm. they do choreography. Like this seems to be the anti-anti that in, in yeah. terms of uh, in, in terms of kind of steer- like neither of these groups sound anything like One Direction, I guess. This, this is, is very true. Um, I well, like both these songs, though. Yeah, they're both they're both fun. I think, yeah, and the, and the why don't we something different, it, it to me is a little more contemporary sounding. I think, like you said, pretty much is kind of the 90s throwback yeah. a little bit boy band. Um, this one has, like, the electronic flourishes, 
it w- I think it would sound more comfortable on radio yeah. than pretty much. Okay. Um, but the voices, I don't know if I agree that they don't sound One Direction-ish, because I feel like a lot of the vocal runs in the Why Don't We song are very One Direction-like. Yeah, that, that might be true. Have you seen the video for Why Don't We? I have not. I don't know if the video's out yet, but it might be. But Ooh, little um, tease here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so info. It's, I think it, I'm pretty sure it's out, but... A little insider info on the Why Don't Me video. <laughs> I know. Um, no, but it's it's so funny because, like, it's, like, the quintessential boy band video where, like, it's, I think, if I'm remembering it correctly, and I saw it a couple weeks ago, I think it's, like, a girl, like, walking around an art gallery and, like, the boys are in, like, the paintings, <sighs> like, singing to her. And it's just, <laughs> Lin- Lindsay looks very intrigued, right? Now. So intrigued. By t- intrigued, I mean disgusted. But, no, it's very it's very funny and, and very cool. Um, not cool, but, you know, in, a, in a, like, an adorable sort mm-hmm. of way. Uh, yeah, I co-signed both of these, and uh, let's go. Let's get them both back. Pretty much just announced they're performing at the Teen Choice Awards. So... <laughs> I'm ready for the the revival revival. Um, Lindsay, did yeah, you I have nothing to add? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you guys covered. It all. I know, no, I know, we did, we did talk. Is it why don't we on about... Third Man Records? I think <laughs> they're not. They're uh, I realize not. boy bands are not your wheelhouse. But yeah. if you, I mean, you listen to what were your Between impressions? The two? I mean, I definitely thought that the I can't even remember who's who, but. <laughs> <laughs> the the Would You Mind song. Um, I definitely agree. Like, the production of it sounds like a return to late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. 100%, which I'm here for that. I think it was either Backstreet Boys or NSYNC was my first concert ever. Oh. Do you remember which one? Yeah, no, I was so remember? little. I, don't, I mix it up all the time. Oh how God. little were you? I think I was like four. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. That's, yeah. That it really is how crazy. How little were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so no, yeah, wait, so do you, do you remember, like, any, but, like, seriously, like, do you, question? do you remember, like, the NSYNC Backstreet Boys thing at all, or, like, were you just too young? I I remember some of it, yeah. but, like, I, I mix them up a lot. I think that's just me and boy bands. I just can't keep them all straight. <laughs> um, oh, wait, did boy. your parents take you because they thought you would want to go as a four-year-old? No, I went by myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Baby's Day Out yeah, sort of situation. <laughs> what do you mean to That's a movie from before you were born, I think. Uh, God, okay. Um, well, so anyway, and then I can see what you mean. You saw whoever sang Would You Mind, you saw sing acapella, right? Yes. Which I can much. see. I can see that being amazing because very good. the opening harmonies that start off this song, like that part I do like. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite part of the song. Right until the music long. comes yeah. in, and then you're like, "I'm out." Yeah. See you later. So. Well, there you go. Let's yeah. listen to him. All right, cool. Let's listen to him. Uh, so, I guess let's start with. Uh, I guess to be fair, let's do it alphabetically. Oh, <laughs> I sure. don't know. Um, pretty much, would you mind? So let's listen to some of that. Alright, that was pretty much Would You Mind, and now we're going to listen to the other new boy band, uh, Why Don't We? Songs called Something Different. What they know about us doesn't make a difference, baby. 
All right, that was Why Don't Me, and that was Battle of the Boy Bands 2017 edition. Uh, Tune back in in 2022, and we'll figure out who won. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, All right, next up, let's talk about... uh, Oh, I was going to say another boy band, but I guess it's not. Well out. Uh, Arcade Fire, so Lindsay. kind of a boy band. What? (laughs) No. Totally kidding. (laughs) Come on. All right, so Arcade Fire is a new album. Uh, everything now, mm-hmm. and the song you picked is "Creature Comfort." Yeah. Do you want to talk about that in particular, or just the album in general? Or? Um, I'll do a little bit of both. The album all in right. general, to all the haters out there <laughs> who are so mad oh. that it's another like electro dance record, I I like it. I'm here for it. I get it. Like they want the suburbs again and the funeral mm-hmm. and all that. But seeing them live, they still do all of their hits which is yeah. like they're still there you know they're not ignoring them mm-hmm. um so i think it's totally fine that they're going a different route and i like it and i think it works out for them um i chose this song in particular just because the contrast is crazy to me the lyrics are incredibly dark mm-hmm. and then but it's like still a song that you can dance to and sing along yeah. to until you become really conscious of what you're singing yeah um but the one line that stands out the most is god make me famous if you can't make it painless i really liked that line Jason is not even paying attention. Right I now. am. I am paying attention. <laughs> um, I thought we could, you know, talk about the show, the album release party. It was a really good show. It was a really good show. Come on. Yeah, it was a good show. I got I a, mean, t- I got a text alert. That's what it happened. That's fine. It oh my happen. god, a text alert. Well, don't let us get in your yeah, way. Sorry. Please. Sorry. No, but I'm curious what you thought. Like. I thought their album release show was like I it was a great. greatest hits, which was awesome. Yeah. It was yeah, um, I've seen them a bunch and it was definitely one of the better performances I've seen them put on. I agree. Um Yeah, so I I mean I thought the new song sounded awesome live too. Same. And I also think their new music fits in well with their old stuff. So yeah, it's not exactly. like too That's a crazy big part of, of a departure for them. I was uh I was talking about the new album with uh, our colleague Andrew Unterberger mm-hmm. on Friday and we were both saying like we both really like the album more than um Reflector. you know than Reflector for sure mm-hmm. but also like more than the consensus on this album this definitely mm-hmm. seems to be like the RK Fire's weakest album kind of the consensus right. but i think that like basically what we were saying is like everything that they're pointing out as a flaw with this album whether it's like the album rollout or like the dumber lyrics or just kind of like the electronic edge like they've all they've done a lot of that before mm-hmm. it's just like I, I don't know it's just like to me it's like oh reflector it was very similar to this but reflector was like way too long so yeah. this this is just seems like i like the singles here more i don't know like it just yeah i like it a lot the album rollout so, doesn't bother me i think yeah. the whole time they're laughing at themselves like just yeah you know it was Th- funny they definitely seem to i mean i i think that this one was like especially exhausting in terms of just like the fake reviews mm-hmm. and like the outfits and stuff like that but i guess after listening to the uh-huh. album though I'm, i think it all was like so well done almost because it plays into like the concept of infinite content and things yeah. being like so absurd yeah to a point where it's annoying yeah so. I agree. I, 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 I get why people got a little tired of it because mm-hmm. I think somebody – I forget who said this online, but somebody put it like they were they were aiming their kind of satire at the wrong crowd because like yeah. Brooklyn bloggers have kind of seen it all before and they're like, oh, okay, we get this. But like, yeah, no, I agree that it was 
it was kind of successful in that. I just I think the most important thing is that the the music's there. Mm-hmm. I really like this album. I, yeah. I listened to it actually a couple times on Friday. Um, what, Joe, what did you think? You weren't as high on new AF. <clears throat> Not as high on the new AF. Um, this song in particular, I, I, I like the music. It gives me the kind of like hyper-emotional, like cure disintegration vibes. <laughs> I adore the cure disintegration. Um, but, you know, it adds like kind of a, a dance beat to it. And I also, I love dance beats. Two mm-hmm. great things I love. <clears throat> um, I mean, I think... I don't know. I, I guess overall, the album, I think Jury's still out for me. I'm not sure how I feel about it or, like, Arcade Fire is, like, that kind of band. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want them to make a Suburbs just because, but yeah. I'm not sure where I am with them as kind of like a, a disco dance band. Um, Love it. But this song in particular, I don't know. It's, like, it's it's laudable, like, the anti, like, like take, taking on suicide as an issue and talking about it and, you know. It is kind of a Trying to help people, but... It almost like some of the lyrics just struck me as a little tacky, yeah. like on this song in particular. On this song in particular, yeah. just like anyway, it's one of those things. It's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, no matter what you do, like if a song about suicide, you're going to say something that someone is going to take umbrage with. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like the way they were addressing it in this, it just some of the lines just seemed clunky. When they said that, like she was in the bathtub listening to our first record, I was like, ah, uh, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. And then there was a line about, and then this isn't, I'm not like saying this is an immoral thing or unethical, certainly, um, but some boys hate themselves, spend their lives resenting their fathers. That just seemed to me a very like arcade fire idea of why someone yeah. would feel depressed. It's because it's so Oedipal. It's uh-huh. like, yeah. it's from Greek mythology. It's like, I don't, at least from my experience, like there aren't a lot of teens out there who are depressed because they're <laughs> resentful of their thought. Like, there's right. there's other more pressing things that yeah. are, like... Especially, it's not just, like, angry. Like, the whole, like, resentful... I don't know. It just seemed very, like, arcade fire, like, academic, literate kind yeah. of mm-hmm. view on this. But, but again, you know, like, it's... Kudos to them for, like, even talking about something this difficult. Um, and it's it's musically good. But I'm, I'm still... I'm still out. Jury's out All for right. me in the album. Well, I don't want to come down either way just yet. I'm glad I'm glad Lindsay's championing it um, because no, I, I like this one a lot. I will say, yeah, like Reflector album, like some of the songs I return to in love, but I don't yeah. listen to long. it start to finish. It's yeah, way too long. Yeah, me neither. So I somebody appreciate- somebody and um, I remember when that album came out and somebody was like, "This is." Arcade Fire's best album, and it's like, guys, come on, <laughs> come on. Um, but no, I mean, I, I like this one a lot. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So, Arcade Fire song is Creature Comfort. Right, that was the new AF, which is AF as AF, um, AF AF. Never mind, just what? pretend I never did that. Uh, next and last, boy, Julia boy. Michaels, All right. "Worst of Me." So, yes. Jason, have you guys you guys listened to this song? Yeah, of yeah. course. I, I listen to all the songs. Right? Song is this song is incredible. Like, yeah, I, like I, this song a lot. I, I mean, look, 
Julie Michaels, great songwriter. We kind of all knew that. Issues is a really solid song. The follow-up single, Uh-huh, is, is, is good too. But like, she put out her EP last week, Nervous System. And every song on this on this EP, it's seven songs. Every song is great. But Worst of Me, is that's just like a stop you in your tracks kind of song. And I just love... I just love the fact that like the way that she constructs this song from the verse, the verse is so interesting. And then the bridge to, to the chorus is just, it's just beautiful. It's just like a beautifully written song with so much detail about, you know, I think it's, I think it's kind of a universal lyric too, where you're, you have like a, it's like an angel and a devil on your shoulder Mm -hmm. where the angel is being like, put in the effort and try to save this relationship and the devil's like screw it it's imperfect you can find something perfect like it's just like so relatable and basically something that you know i i just i just admire the fact that like she was able to go with issues from this songwriter because you have these instances of pop songwriters who are like now i'm gonna try to be an artist and you know you have people like bonnie mckee who have Mm -hmm. a million songwriting credits but just can't find the song for themselves but julie michaels like it sounds like she's just as as confident performing as she is writing and uh yeah i i would just urge like worst of me is my favorite song on this on this ep but i would just urge anybody to check out the full thing because it's so it's so good mm-hmm. what would you guys think i like this song a lot i liked issues and it took a while for me to like that song but i definitely am more a fan of this track mm-hmm. just because of what you said the songwriting is so good on it that's what really sells me um yeah. i listened to the ep i didn't listen to all of it yet yeah so i might like something more but yeah. it's unlikely i don't know this is a really really solid song i think the song what's the song after worst of me i think it's called make it up that song's that song's awesome too anyway um i, I issues definitely grew on me same. yeah yeah um i i like this I'm, I'm i don't think i'm as over the moon as as you are, Jason. Ooh. I think it's the. I, I would say the lyrics are incredible. Like they really yeah. kind of like. I was not walking. Had I been, they would have stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but yeah, it's just it's really detailed. Like it's you know it's kind of that thing where like you know when you're in a relationship and you know the relationship needs work, but you're for whatever reason lazy or selfish, you just don't want to do it. It's very relatable. It's very yeah. wise. Um, the vocal delivery is incredible. There's parts where she sounds like she's on the verge of losing it. Yeah. I mean, my only complaint is just like musically, which is kind of the most important thing. It's just not super individualistic. It's like fine. It's just, it's like, sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I would, I I would agree. I would agree that it's definitely like a, like this project is like a songwriter's project. It's definitely not like even issues is like the the strings are pretty interesting, but it's not like a, like dazzling production. So yeah. But no, I mean, it definitely impressed me and made me think of her as like a capital A artist. Yeah. So, and if that's the goal, then <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if she ever gets another like big hit because Issues is such a unique song that it, you know, she could, but it's just like, it's one of those things that's hard to replicate something like that. So yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the follow-up single Tissues is going to be just as big. <laughs> I don't even understand. That's not even, a, that's just a rhyming. It's just going to add a T <laughs> well, it's and like you have a lot of issues. Pretty much the same song. Oh, yeah. Man. You have issues, right. then you need the successful well, follows. what yeah. a podcast this has been. <laughs> Get it sponsored by Kleenex or something. I don't know. I'm just spitballing <laughs> ideas here. Issues. I feel like there's something here. I got got them too. <laughs> Um, all right. That'd be a great Talk about karaoke, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. 
Um, all right, let's listen to it. Uh, Julian Michaels' song is called Worst of Me. How do we fix these kings? But the worst of me doesn't want to work on things. But the best of me wants to love you. But the worst of me doesn't want to. I won't hurt you again if you won't. If you won't. Yeah, baby, I won't lose you again if you won't. All right, that was Julia Michaels, and that's all we got for this week. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Jake Zielsdorf, for the wreck. Let's get some more wrecks. And uh, yeah. yeah, tweet some more wrecks at us for stuff in the album. Especially, yeah, I feel like album-wise, it's it's a dimmer uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty week slow. coming well, up. Jack so. White's coming out soon. So. The old Jack White's coming up. <laughs> the old Jack White. The old Jack. Um, but yeah, tweet us any recommendations and uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.